Hello and welcome to the Freedom Baptist Church podcast from Freedom Baptist Church in Minneola, Texas, where we're free from the chains of sin and death. Thank you for listening and please enjoy. Can you hear me now? Father, you promised that your word would not return void. 
So, Father, I'm calling on you, calling on that promise that your word will not return void. We ask you to bless the reading of the word. We ask you to bless the people here. And, Father, I ask you to use me one more time. In Jesus' mighty name, I ask you. Amen. That word that we like to throw around so much, faith. Most of us have a modicum of faith. What does that mean, brother? We have, we use faith. Like a, uh, our Christianity, like a glitter. We throw it up in the air. Woohoo! We come to church. We come to church. We, we've done our duty. But folks, living by faith is the hardest thing you'll ever do. Taking God at His word. Hebrews tells us, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And a good way, a good old East Texas way of saying that is, God believe that not only has, does will God do it, but he has already done it. We want to go back to Genesis the 15th verse, we're going to talk about a man who was unstable in all his ways, a man who didn't quite believe that God could get it done and the trouble that it caused. And I want each of us to, bear, to think about it. Now, that we're talking about Abraham, whose original name was Abram. We're talking about him and the word that God had the river of Egypt to the great river of Euphrates. The Kenites, the Kenites, the Kadmonites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephaims, the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Gergesites, and the Jebusites. Stop right there. God has given Abraham a covenant, a promise. God stood forth on his word and he said, I will do this. Now, Abraham, Abraham was an old man, and his wife was older. How many times in our life, we're going to get to it in just a second, God's given you that word. God's given you that word that that son, that daughter, that grandchild, that health, that sickness, that wealth, that prosperity, that God has promised you, He's given you that word. And call upon that word. But we do just like Sarah may obtain children by her and Abram hearkened unto the voices of Sarah. Stop right there. Do you see what's going on? 
God made Abram a promise in his old age. God sent Abraham out into the wilderness. God sent Abraham out with Sarah. God made him a promise. God gave you that promise. Sarah tried to help him out. How many times in our lives, when we can see no other way, when we can see no other way, that we're going to meet our bills, that we're going to meet our debts, that we're, go that we're going to have to go to that doctor and listen to what the doctor said. How many times in our lives do we tell God, God, I just don't know about this promise thing that you gave me. I set this one out. I got it. How many times do we get ahead of God God has proved time and time again that he is a God of precise timing. And when he promises something, when he gives you a promise, he will do it. But it will be in his time. Now, Abraham hearkened unto the voice of his wife. You ever heard about anybody else that ever hearkened unto the voice of their wife? Okay. Believe his name was Adam, wasn't it? And we see how that worked out. Now we got Abraham. Listening to the voice of his wife. I'm not talking about Don't be like Abraham and Sarah. Stand on that word of God because that is the, is the spoken word of faith. And if you, I'm not talking about... I'm talking about getting your word from God. Stand on that word of God. Because folks... Nothing that we can do will do anything but get us in trouble getting ahead of God. Folks, I, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching from bitter experience. The great, great expository preacher, uh, Charles Hannes Spurgeon, said, if you, if you preach a sermon and you ain't preaching to yourself, you need to hit the altar. I'm preaching to Don. Because every day, a lot of y'all don't know what we're going through right now, but every day, Don wants to get a hold of God, get ahead of God. Don, don't, Don believes that God, that Jesus can save my soul. Don believes that if it's his will to do it. But when God gives you that word, that's his will. The problem is, we want it now. Abram was 99. He was an old man. Sarah, she was, she was an old woman. Way past the flower of her age. So, question is, that problem that you've got, Abram, we just read that Abram, that God had promised Abram all the land, that he promised, promised it to all his children. He looked around, God, do you know how old I am? God, have you seen my bank account lately? God, that doctor the other day told me what God said. That's all the world through your seed. It's just a show. When you get that word from God, you stand on that word. And you don't let nobody knock you off of it because I promise you 
The devil don't want you living up to what God's word says. He wants to put that doubt in your mind. He wants that. He wants. He, he's sitting there talking to this banker right now. Well, I don't know whether they need to call that loan in or not. I don't know whether whether I need to stand behind that them in, in that business or not. I don't. I don't know whether my God can. Did you hear that? My God can. And just as soon as he, sure, as he put that seed in Sarah, which was way past her age, he's got to answer for your problem. Now, our problem is, we want to do like Sarah and Abraham. We want to get ahead of God. We want to work it out. We want to, we want to, we want to see if we can't come to some kind of terms. That's why we go to the bank. I'm going to get in trouble here. That's why we go to the bank and get a loan instead of going to our father. Because we've got enough faith in God to believe that he can get us to heaven. But we ain't got enough faith in God to believe that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. One of the godless women I've ever heard of in my life by the name of Corinthian Boone said that my father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He owns the hills. Daddy may have to sell a cow. But he's got it all, folks. We, like Abram and Sarah, we run ahead of God. God, I got this. I got this. I can handle this. Okay, how did that wind up for Abram and Sarah? Didn't wind up too well, did it? They had a son called Ishmael who was born out of the covenant. Folks, getting ahead of God will get you out of the covenant, will get you out of that blessing. Now, that being said, God did bless Ishmael mightily, but he was not the heir of promise. He was not the heir of promise. The promise was that in, that in through your life, all nations will be blessed. If you listen to me and not your wife. If you listen to me and not the devil. If you listen to me and not the banker. If you listen to me and not the doctor. The teacher, the doctor, the lawyer, the Indian chief. We'll listen to everybody but Jesus. You know why? Oh, this is going to hurt. Because we'd rather do anything in the world to get along with God. You see, that's why God's always knocking us to the floor. Because when we, when we get down on the floor, we've done tried everything that Don Smith knows how to do. And we get to that point and say, God, I can't do this anymore. And God says, I've been waiting on that. I've been wondering how much more I was going to have to put on your heart and itself. <coughs> Folks, Tricky is not getting ahead of God. Because have you ever been real hungry? And you just wanted to eat something right now. And your wife was cooking supper. But you're hungry now. And you reach over and you grab something that you know is not good for you. And you get tanked up, you get filled up on all that, and 
them hosting the, 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 the little levees and them twinkies and, and all that other good stuff. But you know it ain't good for you. And then you know why? Preparing a great meal. She got that ribeye steak cooked rare. Yeah, I said rare. That big baked potato, loaded baked potato, and you done gorged yourself with little Debbie's. Folks, our inheritance is of God, not little Debbie. God wants us to eat steak, but we sell it for 50 cents Sonic hot dogs. Or corn dogs. Folks, when we come to the table that Jesus set, that God set, it's full. But you gotta wait until Mama gets that steak done, don't you? We want to get ahead of God in our business. We have prayed that we prayed down this business, and God moved. And my heaven and earth to get us here and now we take our eyes off God and we're looking at a bank we're looking at a, at a mortgage company we're looking at everything except looking to God we we get ahead of God faith now faith is substance of things God, I lay it down to you. And our favorite saying around here is how many more times do we pray one more time? Because when you get to the end of yourself, when that kid, when that baby, when that when the devil's got that baby, you get when you get to where you can't do anything else, when you, you get to where you can't talk no more, when you get to where you can't can't pray no more, throw up your hands and say, God. It's yours. Pray one more time. Believe one more time. Fast one more time. And I know the Baptists don't like to hear that one. But I'm going to throw this at you. It really don't matter. Y'all ever, ever heard of Jesus? Y'all ever heard of him? Okay. Y'all believe him? Because Jesus said, when you fast. He didn't say if. He said, when you fast. Oh, yeah, here's another one. Uh, when the woman came to Jesus and said, Can you cast the demons out of my daughter? She said, I done brought him. I done brought him to your disciples, and they couldn't do it. Jesus said, You worthless generation. How long will I put up with you? So why couldn't why couldn't we cast this demon out? Because this kind cometh out only by fasting and prayer. You want to get something done? You want to get noticed by God? You put it all on the table. You get to work. God, I don't care if I draw another breath. I need resolution. You don't promise me this. Now I'm standing here waiting. And I can't go. I can't. We have a God that can. Not only do we have a God that can, He wants to. The Bible says that He delights to answer our prayers. Here's another one. God 
inhabits the praise of his people. You want to get God's attention? Start praising God in the situation that you're already in. God, I don't know how you're going to do this, but I know you've got it. I know you've got it. Stop looking at what the devil's doing to Don Smith. What the devil's doing to you. Stop looking and saying, I don't know how you're going to do it, God. That's not your business.
need to know it's for your own good. Because if you're not real careful, you take your eyes off him and put it on what God gave you. And you make an idol out of it. And that's what Abram did to Isaac. He had made an idol out of it. But God had to test him. Now God already knew what he was going to do. He already had the ram tied up in the arms. He already had the ram tied up. But he had to see if Abram was going to be faithful to him. The promise is going to come without a, it comes without with a cost. You see, folks, here's the deal. You can't half-heartedly walk with Jesus, with God. Number one, expect the word from God, the promise. Number two, when you get when you Gets out of that way, we don't want to hear it. But folks, we've got a God that delights to answer our prayers. We've got a covenant God that God will not break that covenant with you. But we've got a God that wants you to lead you. He wants you 24 7, 365. You see, this ain't. This ain't just standing around waiting for Sunday morning to come around. And I know I've done picked on the Dallas Cowboys enough. I know I've done picked on the other denominations enough and other churches enough. Because my wife's looking me down right now. But, folks, <coughs> if Jesus is not number one, Okay, put it another way. If he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. You're kidding yourself. If any other thing is more important to you than Jesus Christ, you've got yourself an idol. I don't care whether it's Dallas Cowboys. I don't care whether it's Democrats or Republicans. I don't care. Anything you put Majority of us, I can look at your telephone and tell you. 
Now you want to hear something real good? I'm going to get out of here. But do you realize that every idle word you account for? God said that he got a tally book. Now I'm not talking about losing your salvation. The Bema seat, we discussed the Bema seat last week. We will we will won't lose salvation. We will lose our reward. But we will answer for every word, every idle thought, every idle deed. That's just Bible. I didn't make it up. I know that's not what you want to hear. I know that's not what you want to hear. But you see, the two most dangerous places in this church is number one, right here. Because I'll answer for every word that I preach to you. The second one is those seats right there because you will answer for every idle word. Ms. Hagen, 